Hey, welcome to day seven. Seven's a good number. Today is the day to be encouraged, is the devotional for today. I, I love to just meditate on that. Why should I be encouraged right now? Why should you be encouraged right now? And encouragement is such a, a great thing. And I believe one of the greatest giftings in the body of Christ is the gift of encouragement. And I put in the front of my bio, Steve Backlund is an encourager. I'd rather be known as an encourager than an intergalactic apostle. Because we have we get to learn to encourage ourselves, we get to learn to encourage others, we get to move into greater encouragement which is prophetic ministry, all encouragement on one level is supernatural. It says in Isaiah 35, verses 4 to 7, it says, Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Then it goes on to say, your God will come, he'll come and save you. Then in verse 5 it says, then the eyes of the blind will be opened. And it goes on to list all these supernatural phenomena, all started by someone saying to the fearful hearted, be strong, saying something, encouraging. Hebrews 10, 25 says, let us encourage one another and all the more as we see the day approaching. And so as we think about even this, the message today, the, the devotional today, and we can think about this certainly for our own lives as we think about joy and about the joy of the Lord being our strength and a merry heart being like good medicine and our strength and health are so linked to our joy, our merry heart, our laughter. And, and as we, we think about that and we think about encouragement and how people who have encouraged us, they get our faith up, they get our hope up. And then we get our hope up, all joy comes with hope. And so these things that we have here are certainly an encouragement to you, the reader, the listener, but it's also things that as we encourage others, and I'll say it again, I believe one of the greatest gifts that we can operate in is encouragement. I, I grew up not with a lot of encouragement. I didn't have people speaking into me and my identity. I didn't have people telling me what I was good at. I had a lot of people telling me what I was bad at. You know, my friends, I'd do something stupid. <laughs> They'd mention that and, and, and just perfectionism and faults. And I had good parents, but they didn't know how to put identity in me. And my dad was a strong, silent type. And if he didn't say anything, that meant I was doing a good job. But I lacked that encouragement and I've, I've just made it my goal. I don't want people to experience what, what I experienced. And I'll tell you this. One of the ways we can be more joyful is to be an encouraging person. Let me say that again. One of the ways that we can be more joyful is to be an encouraging person. 
You know, and I've been discouraged at times. I've sensed the Lord say, Steve, encourage somebody. Send somebody a text. Send somebody a, a quick audio recording. Send somebody an email. Give someone a phone call. Go up to that person in this meeting and, and tell them what you appreciate about them. Tell them what you're hearing over their lives. Tell them uh, the potential that you see. And I'm really, you know, I say, Lord, I don't feel like it. He says, do it anyway. Do it anyway. One of my interns a while back, he was very discouraged, and he, he sensed that the Lord said, go on an encouragement rampage. And by the way, that's a word for somebody here, an encouragement rampage. And so he was in a school of ministry setting, and he just started going up to people, encouraged them, telling them what he saw, giving them words, to uh, speaking into their lives. And, and he got so fired up by the fourth, fifth person he talked to, he realized he was no longer discouraged and he was joyful. And he gets home and he's so fired up that he goes, he just has to encourage somebody else. And he goes, uh, knocks on his next door neighbor's door and encourages them. Wow. You know, and it's uh, that piece of, of radical encouragement, powerful encouragement, Specific encouragement. We're telling people what you see right with them. I used to think I was discerning because I could see what was wrong with you. <laughs> the Lord says, no, you just got a critical spirit. So just even the, the seven reasons to be greatly encouraged right now that I, I listed— Number one, there is no one like you. There's no one like you. Nobody can say it like you. Nobody can reach the unique type of person like you. And as you attach faith to who you are and your history and your process, you've got a voice. Number two, many have overcome the challenges you're currently facing. Whatever challenge you're facing, whatever area you believe that you're at a disadvantage about, many have overcome that. And even many have overcome it after years and years of no breakthrough. That's why listening to testimonies is so important to walking in encouragement and joy. Number three, your biggest challenge is not about you. James 1.12 says that a crown of life is given to those who overcome. And this crown represents authority. Whatever you're overcoming and are, or have overcome, you have increasing authority in. When I take ministry teams with me, I frequently ask them when they introduce themselves to a group of people, I frequently ask them, what have you overcome and are overcoming as an introduction? And that gives a gateway into their heart, an immediate heart connection. Some will say I overcome self-hatred. Others say I've overcome perfectionism, overcome an abusive childhood. I've overcome divorce. Uh, I, I've overcome just a lack of education, whatever. And, and 
when when we are able to identify that, then we are able to attach faith to this crown of authority that we have uh, in that area. It's powerful. So even right now, the challenge that you're facing, the weakness you're seeking to overcome, whatever it is, it's not just about you, but it's about those that you're going to influence through that. Number four, your past is being turned to good. You know, the devil hates a lot of verses, but I believe he hates Romans 8.28 in a special way. It says, all things work together for good for those who love God, the called according to his purpose. I was thinking about the devil a while back, and I think I've come up with a good biography title for the devil. Here it is. It backfired again. It backfired again. Because <laughs> Romans 8.28 is the great backfire verse as we position our hearts to love God and yield to his purpose for our lives, those things in our life that happen to us or bad choices that we made in the negative, those turn to good. And that's why we can be encouraged right now, because your past, you wouldn't be listening to this unless you are a person who loves the Lord and you are wanting to be in the center of his purpose for your life. That's a great way to be encouraged. And number five reason to be encouraged is you are increasing your load-bearing capacity. Right now, we get muscle by pushing against resistance, emotional resistance, circumstantial resistance. Number six, you're storing up treasure in heaven. Wow. You know, this life is not all there is. This life is just a sl slim piece of eternity. And so we, we acknowledge right now why we can be encouraged because we're laying up treasure for heaven and, and all things are going to be made right as we get to heaven. And then number seven, God's promises are true. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So many reasons to be encouraged. So many reasons for yourself. These are things you can share with others. This for some of you would be a great one to listen to again and again and again. And those who are encouragers are much more joyful than those who are not encouragers. <laughs> 